What's going on, guys? Welcome back to The Daily Dose. And for the first time this season, we're sitting in a studio, except Kins isn't here. Uh, as we talked about last episode, if you haven't gotten a chance to check it out, go ahead and do so. But as I mentioned towards the end of the last episode, I said we'd be uh, welcoming back a special guest. So okay, today we're joined by Finn. Finn, why don't you say hi? What's up, guys? So Back on. Yeah, it's good to have him back. And today is kind of a definitely different from what we've done in the past it's going to be a little bit more of a feature episode so today we're kind of going to go into my background in terms of my mental health experience and the reason that the reason that we do that it's not for you know I, I the last thing I want for this to sound like is for sympathy or to you know to draw any attention to me the really the reason that you know and Kins is going to have a, have an episode of her own uh, and within the next couple of weeks, but the reason that we do this is more for you guys to bring up relatable, ex- relatable experiences where maybe some of, you, some of you guys, or, you know, someone who this has happened to really, it's just for you guys to get a better, better understa- understanding of where I come from in terms of my experiences, because everyone has, you know, the, everyone goes through different things, has different feelings and motivations and I just guess states of mind about mental health, but hopefully after this episode, you'll be able to understand me more in in terms of where I come from. And Finn's going to chime in uh, here from time to time as I talk, just to kind of, you know, just ask me questions for really for you guys that, yeah, does that make sense? I mean, does that make sense, Finn? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the biggest part of the podcast, just to start a conversation and without the credibility of mm-hmm. like understanding where you're coming from and right. why you want to start that conversation right. from your own experiences, it's hard to get an audience. Right. And especially with you guys listening, you kind of deserve to know since you're the one that, you know, Kins and I are the ones talking to you about this stuff. You know, you guys kind of deserve to know a little bit more about us and just where, like we've said a million times, we're not experts, but we, you know, we, we have our own experiences and we act, react to them and see them, you know, and look back on them in different ways. So hopefully you guys uh, will kind of enjoy. But I guess where I'm going to start is uh, with my family. So uh, I have a family of four. So it's me. Well, I'm in a family of four. That sounds weird. <laughs> you have three siblings? No, I have a, I have a sister. And then I have uh, just my mom and dad. Uh, and I have a great relationship with my family. Uh, my sister being three years younger. Uh, we're always kind of close and now we're, as we're getting older, we're start we're starting to get a lot closer, but definitely, uh, a, a, a big impact on my early life kind of moving on from family is the amount of times I moved around. So as a kid, I moved, uh, six times before college I lived in six different States. Uh, and that has had really a massive impact on my life Be, just shaping the person that I am today, you know, with every change and with every decision that with that anyone makes, you know, you, you're going to be a different, I mean, it changes the person that you are. And with me, you know, you know, having, you know, having this childhood take place in so many different places, being exposed to so many different people, so many different ways, you know, different ways of thinking, you know, all that stuff and just different environments that I was faced with. It definitely shaped me into the, into the person that I am today. And, 
uh, with moving so many times, it kind of that kind of brings up a lot of issues in terms of you know, as a kid, it's tough to go from school to school, school to school as a young kid, and to start and to start over and you know trying to make new friends and all that. But you know, growing up the way I did, I was able to kind of deal with that, and I you know I never I was never afraid to meet. I was never afraid to meet people. I always knew I would. Uh, that was just never, I mean, never really worried for me because I was just so used to having to do it out of necessity growing up because I mean, uh, with, um, having moved around so much and I, you know, talking to my friends who live in different places, most of them have never moved, which is, uh, which there's obviously nothing wrong with that. But what's interesting is they don't feel the need to go out and, and meet people as much because they're in an uncomfortable environment. They're the same place that they've, that they've always been. But for people who are who are like me who have who've moved a couple of times and just for people in general who are faced with a new environment you you're forced to either adapt you know either adapt to it or you fail and i got really good at kind of adapting to it and from each place that i lived you know it kind of contributes to a little bit of part of me if that makes any sense so kind of piggybacking off of that um, the last place that i lived was michigan that's where my family lives right now and when I lived in Michigan, I moved there, I want to say it was like halfway through sixth grade. So halfway through sixth grade, uh, I moved there. My fr- and my first experience in Michigan, which is actually kind of funny and, and which kind of, it, it kind of alludes to the decisions that I make later on, was so the first, first time I got to Michigan, for, before we even like went to a house or even the, just from the drive from Ohio to Michigan, the first thing I did was go to lacrosse practice was to try out for a lacrosse team because um, that was, a, I mean, even as a young kid, that's something I really cared about. So I tried out for this travel team and I went to a uh, public middle school in Michigan, but my travel friends in high school, oh, going into high school, they would, be, they would be going to a private high school and being at the school that I was at, I was supposed to go to a different high school, but all my friends were on the lacrosse team. So long story short, I end up going, so I end up going to, uh, the same high school as them, which was called uh, Brother Rice back in Michigan. And, uh, you know, the, and the first few, I mean, the, fir- the first year of high school was awesome. You know, I had my friends on the lacrosse team and all that. But then th- this was kind of the, I mean, it's kind of hard to talk about because, uh, yeah, it was so long ago, but uh, definitely a very vulnerable part in my life, uh, you know, being a 14, 15 year old kid, kids make mistakes, whatever. And a lot of times, I guess what happened to me was, you know, I made a, I might've made a mistake or, you know, I was being a young kid and to put a long story short, you know, it just didn't really work out for that high school for me. It was, uh, just didn't really fit in for me anyway. Anyways. So when, well, I hit my sophomore year after sophomore year, you know, it got to the point where I was having trouble making friends. I was having, tr- you know, not really making friends, but I was having trouble with friends. I was having trouble fitting in. And my parents approached me and they're like, hey, would you ever like, would you consider switching high schools? Because going into high school, I, I was between a couple options. And uh, so there were other schools that I had considered. And to be honest, for the life of me, I did not want to switch. That was that was a big no for me. I did not want to do it. For me, I I just saw it as, you know, I saw it as sort of a, 
a weakness or an excuse. Even though you had done it many times before. Yeah, even schools and yeah, I, it was just more of what I was leaving behind at that you know at that specific school, just with you know I mean there were there were people who did not like me. There were people who you know didn't didn't treat me the right way. And I was, I, mean, I was having a real, even though I was having just a really, really, really hard time just with, you know, anxiety and, you know, I never, like not knowing what the day would bring. That, that was the, that was the biggest thing. Uh, even though I had all that, all that going on, I still didn't want to leave because I didn't want to give in. You know what I mean? That was my thing. I was. I was so pissed off because not, there was nothing I could, there was nothing that I could do. Anything that I, you know, anything that I did, I, I'd be the bad guy. So, so you think I, it was more of, instead of like a fear of moving and like trying to adjust again, it was a fear of not staying strong and just sticking it out. Yeah. I just, I, at the time, even though, even though it was clearly not the right place for me and clearly I, you know, I wasn't happy there. It, it was tough because I, I didn't, I don't like start, for me, I just don't like starting things and then not finishing them. You know, I committed to this high school and I thought in the back of my mind, I thought, you know, maybe things will work out. Maybe this thing will blow over. Maybe, you know, maybe next year. That was always my, that was always the thing. It's like maybe next year, maybe next year everyone will forget or, you know, people won't care anymore. We'll be older. We'll be juniors. We won't, care, you know. But, you know, at that, and after I talked to my parents for a long, and it was a really, a really tough decision for me. And like you said, it wasn't, it wasn't the change that was tough. It was just what that meant, mm-hmm. what that meant to me. I saw it, which was, I mean, I saw it as give, I saw it as losing. I saw it as failing. Well, like, I, I to saw yourself. it. Yeah, to, to myself. But, you know, man, was I wrong? <laughs> yeah, I, I was completely wrong. Yeah, what I didn't realize at the time, what I wish I realized way earlier, was it's not it. It wasn't failure, just because I, I mean, just because I didn't fit in somewhere, or just because you know, it was clearly not the right place for me. Whatever the reasons were, yeah, I mean, I had to kind of look out for myself, and I I have to go somewhere where I'm going to be successful and where I'm going to be happy. So I ended up. Transferring high schools, uh, going so my junior year, I went to a uh, new high school, and uh, it was the best two years of high school I could ever ask, like I could ever ask for. It was awesome. Uh, played the cross, sailed, and all that, all that stuff. But I, you know, had great friends. I have friends to this day, uh, who who I still visit, who I still talk to every day, and really. It was just, I don't know. It was awesome. I'm, I'm so glad I, I did that. But what would you say is the difference? Did you do anything different when you approached that new school than you well, did when you first moved to Michigan? Well, I mean, as we we talk about this a lot within the podcast, is really surrounding yourself with a, in a good environment with good people, people who, you know, who really care about your best interests and people who, who want to see you succeed. Where I was, where I was at in the beginning, I, I was not in that place. I wasn't really, I wasn't surrounded by the people who, who, gen, who you know, who, who wanted to see me successful. I just wasn't, you know, the, the school itself was not, was not correct for me, you know. So really the biggest difference was when I switched um, 
culturally it was different for uh, the first school I went to was all boys. So, and the second school I went to was boys and girls. So obviously that was different. Yeah. That's a big difference. To be honest, I, I mean, to an extent, <laughs> to an extent, I kind of like the all guys cause you're able to go to school looking like whatever the heck you want, yeah, yeah. <laughs> smelling like whatever the heck you want and you don't really have anyone to impress. Right. But yeah. And then uh, another aspect was academics were, t- were, was a little bit higher up on, on uh, the list of things to do <laughs> uh, at, at my new school, which was great for me. You know, I, not having that, I, I can't imagine what college would be like for me. It is tough. Like when you go, first go into high school, just seems like a, yeah. not a popularity contest, but you're just trying to create this like big dominant presence, yeah. or like try to fit in. And I think it's that just such it's such an environment. Yeah, yeah, it's it just creates this big strain on you. Yeah, unnecessary strain. Yeah, when it just didn't it didn't allow me to focus on things that you know really should have mattered at mm-hmm. the time. Right, like you know. Oh God, I don't know what are important things freshman and sophomore year in high school, like making friends, figuring out. Sports, sports <laughs> all that stuff. But, yeah, I mean, anyways, going back to it, yeah, you know, the new high school was, I, was def- definitely a great fit for me. And kind of a side story because uh, it wasn't all, it wasn't actually, it really wasn't an easy transition at all. It was a little bit of a rough one. Uh, my Not in terms of, like, friends, but in terms of my goals and what I saw, saw myself doing for the next two years. And my goals and my aspirations were shaped very, you know, were changed very quickly upon when I got there. So when I got there, uh, I was huge in lacrosse and being at the la- at my last high school, you know, my relationship with the sport was affected by, you know, what was going on. Uh, so I was really, I, mean, I was really excited because I'd be playing for this new team. I knew that I'd be good enough to be on varsity and to get some playing time. So going into that summer, I work, you know, I was working every day because I was, you know, thinking ahead. Like I, I'm, I'm, my only thing on my mind was that lacrosse season. You know, I'm practicing, 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 and then uh, August, the August, uh, like a couple weeks before school starts, uh, I'm working out in the gym, and then I, I hurt my hips. I go to get it checked out, and then I find out that I, I tore both my labrums and my hips, and I was born with bone spurs in both hips. So basically what had to be done was I had to get surgery to both repair the labrums and shave the bone down. And what that meant for me was, you know, your lacrosse year, your junior year, it's done. There's no chance. You you can't play. And at the time, that was really, really tough for me because that, you know, leaving leaving that where I was before, that that was the one thing that kind of stuck in my mind. I knew, like, I knew I would make friends, and I already had, even, like, before I even decided, I knew people, and I had friends there, so it was never really making friends for me, it was, the, like, the transition was tough, because I had to change my goals, and I had to change where, just, what I wanted to do, so what I did was, uh, I was on the sailing team at my last high school, but I was still, I was still pretty new to it, so, and there was a sailing team that was pretty good, on and the new high school and so what I did was since I couldn't play lacrosse I, I, I said screw it I'm just gonna throw myself into this and I th- threw myself into sailing I threw my I, and then another aspect that I had to deal with was school was harder which was you know something I didn't really have to deal with before so in reality when I'm looking back at it 
even though even though yeah, it's, it was terrible. I did get to play my senior year, which was awesome. But what I didn't what I didn't realize, or rather, what I came to realization after the fact was, if I had not gone through that, I'm not sure I would have been the best prepared for really for what comes next. Because if had I not, I mean, and I developed a love for sailing, something I still do today and still race competitively with. It's it's become my job. That's what I. That's what all I've done for a living <laughs> is sailing, really. And so it's had this massive impact on me. I just didn't realize didn't realize it until way later. But yeah, it was unexpected change. But even though the change happened and it was tough, you know, I had to reevaluate my goals. It ended up being a really big positive. Right. especially going going into college because going into college you know I'm riding that high from high school mm-hmm. you know I you know, even though the even though the first two years w- weren't what I wanted it to be I felt like my last two years made up for it tenfold mm-hmm. you know I had my you know, the best you know I had my best friends I had you know my sports going on I loved the school and so going into college I really wasn't worried I, I was like this could be easy because the thing most people worry about, especially with going to an out-of-state school, is meeting people and finding your group. But again, as I t- said before, that was never really a concern for me. Not not a concern, but I just wasn't worried about it at the time. Especially, you know, you know, you know that summer before college, it's like you're excited, ready to go. Let's go, let's go, let's go. But I never really took the time to think about what it really meant to go to an out of to go to college. Like to go to leave home and go live somewhere separate from your family, from what you from what you know at the time, and I I wasn't prepared for that because I never even thought of it. And when I got here, I uh, I slowly started to realize the differences that, and that I just wasn't prepared and I didn't handle it very well. And that's when that's when things started to get kind of tough for me. And when those feelings that I had from high school. Was it was the first time in a really long time that those feelings were coming back because I wasn't, I wasn't riding that high that I was riding, uh, you know, the, those last two years of high school. I was kind of, you know, that's done. Now it's college, yeah. where you, you know, it's kind of like where are you gonna start and where are you gonna finish. It's face. It's like it's like facing that that switching to high school. It's like okay, what are my goals gonna be? Because they, sh- I'm sure they're gonna change by something, right. <laughs> and I. It, within the first semester, I, I was having a really tough time with school. I was still, I mean, I, even though I, and I've shared this before, even though I was having the best time of my life, I was still having, you know, nobody else knew about what, what was going on behind, you know, going on behind closed doors or what was really going on. And, you know, it, it this just, it, it got into a cycle where, I knew I had pro like I knew like I had issues and I knew I had things to deal with and whatnot. But when I got into that really bad feeling, it just like I, I didn't want to address anything. I didn't want to. I don't. I, I just it, it got it got to the point where the times like I didn't want to get out of bed. I I was just I was de- I was defeated by just nothing really. Yeah. I like at the time I couldn't figure out what was going on. So it's difficult. I mean, you you know, you've adapted to different environments throughout your whole life, like mm-hmm. new situations, new cities, new schools. Mm-hmm. But it's difficult when you're on your own and you like jump into that new environment and you're just like, I have no clue and what to do. Yeah, and that was and that's why I waited for so long, really, to ask for help mm-hmm. or to really reach out 
to talk to my parents about it, to be open about what was going on because, you know, for the first time in a really long time, I was faced with something that I'd never felt before that I've never dealt with. And I didn't have a solution and I didn't know why. Cause I didn't, you know, I never really thought about why I never talked, like I never talked about it. I just felt, I just felt this way. So I, if I didn't know what was causing it, then what was there to talk about? That's what I thought. I was just like, if I don't know why I feel this way, maybe there's, I mean, obviously there's something wrong with me, but it's not anyone else's problem. What are they going to say? I'm sorry. I'm the only one that can fix it. So I'll just have to ride this out, I guess. Exactly. But what I, what I didn't realize until later on was there is no weakness in asking for help. And I talked about weakness earlier when, what I also saw asking, asking for help was, I saw it as a weakness because again, I didn't know what was going on. So how am I supposed to approach solving this problem if I can't even talk about it with someone, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I saw that as, I saw that as weakness. And I talked about how I saw my decision to move high schools as, as a, as a weak thing to do, or as, you know, as an excuse or as the easy way out is kind of the way I think of it. But I, I was just, I was wrong. Yes, yes, you have to figure out, yes, I had to figure out my own problem. I have to, I'm in charge of myself. Right. I, you know, it's my responsibility to keep myself okay. But never assume we, there's weakness in asking for help right. and for opening yourself to people that really care about you. Yeah. To you, be vulnerable a little bit. You are the master of, like, your own decisions. You get to choose whatever you want to do. It's true you're making those steps. And if yeah. you don't want to talk to anybody, you're not ready for that to talk about it, then, then you know, hold off, think about it, reflect. But that first step is talking to someone because sometimes even like having that conversation, that dialogue with someone, you can find out things that you wouldn't normally think about by yourself because you have someone just to like bounce back and forth right. with about like, oh, and asking those questions, those difficult questions that sometimes you're too scared to ask. Yeah. And I think that's what, even if it's not like a professional, I don't know who the first person you opened up to was, but I mean, they don't have to know anything about you. They can know everything about you. Sometimes it's just, it's just good, you know, just to kind of get it out. Yeah. And we actually talked about it a little bit in the last episode. Again, if you haven't checked it out, please do. But uh, we talked about just, you know, being, I think it was the last episode, but being able to to vocalize isn't just to have a conversation with someone, but actually hearing what you, because when, especially with me to bring it back to what I was going through first semester, I was internalizing and I'm only thinking of things inside my head. Well, just like, I, I brought up the essay example last time, but just like when you rough draft an essay and you read it aloud, that's when you fix the mistakes that your brain doesn't know just because your brain's familiar with it and you know it doesn't doesn't correct it. When you talk about your problems, you find things that you, you find the things and the things that you say that you didn't realize were significant or really mattered or all this stuff. So it really is just a sounding board. It's almost like a rough draft tr- for trying to figure out okay, what the heck is going on? Why do I feel this way? How do I solve this problem? So the, yeah, those conver- like like those conversations are rough drafts for you to to figure out how to figure out a solution yeah and it just gets better over time you're never going to have a final draft no exactly it's just you just continue to fix and fix and fix exactly and then eventually you know you'll be happy i mean you're never going to have like the best product but that's true it's just it's when you but it's really like when you stop revising Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's that's when the problems start because then you get then you get behind on really taking the time and the care for yourself and 
you get behind on what's wrong, you know, what's going on with you and not addressing, you know, sweeping things under the rug that you might care about, but you know, it, it all kind of bubbles up and that's when, that's when you really yeah. get, get in those dark places. You just have to continually reflect and mm-hmm. think about your experience and how you're feeling. Even if at that moment, like you're feeling on top of the world, something else that you just haven't been focusing on for a while could resurface mm-hmm. and then, you know, it'll hit you in the face. And sometimes just talking about those things and talking about them with someone or talking just aloud, like you're saying, yeah, it can really like bring them to your attention and then you can kind of like work towards eliminating them or revising them or, you know, just reflecting and thinking about it. Yeah. Even, even like what I talked about today, you know, I haven't really talked about that to that length in a very long time. Mm-hmm. So even, even to an extent, this, like, this is nice to revisit to, you know, to re, I mean, it's not nice, but (laughs) it's good. I mean, it's good to revisit these things and really talk through it. It, You know, it keeps you in touch of, you know, I guess why it it keeps me in touch of, you know, my decisions and why I made those decisions just to know that I made the right ones. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there's always a what if like the, like with my with my first high school, they were very good at lacrosse. So me leaving probably meant I wouldn't get a state championship in anything. That's okay. You know, those were the decisions I was thinking about. <laughs> Those are, that was what I was thinking about at the time. But now I'm like, God, who cares? Yeah, who cares? <laughs> God, who cares? But anyways, so with that, I think we can kind of wrap it up for this episode. Uh, but definitely, uh, you know, stay tuned for Kinza's release because she's going to do one of these. And thank you, Finn, again, for uh, sticking here with me. and yeah. Being your bouncing board. Being my bouncing board. Yeah. That's right. And uh, keep an eye out for on social media for some new th- stuff that we're going to be posting. And uh, yeah, have a good week.